This week on the Colin and Tamir podcast, we talk about what a day in our lives looks like in 2020. This goes along with our most recent YouTube video, which is basically the same title, and it gives you a window into what our lives look like in quarantine. So in this episode, we talk about how our lives have changed as well as how our creative process has changed. And we also answer questions that you all submitted on Instagram, which by the way, were fantastic questions and so fun to go through. Because there were so many, we couldn't get to all of them here on this podcast, but we'll be answering more of those questions on our Instagram. So make sure to check that out and follow us if you don't already. It's just at Colin and Samir on Instagram. If you have more questions for us after listening to this podcast, you can just go and comment them on our Day in the Life YouTube video and we'll type back an answer. All right, we hope you enjoy this week's episode of the Colin and Samir podcast. So what week of uh, quarantine are we in here? I'm just going to take a guess. I'm going to say week six. That sounds right. That does sound right, but I guess it was March when we started. So who knows? You know what I thought about this morning? I have been in L.A. for a month and a half. Doesn't it feel like I just got back to L.A.? No, it actually feels like you've been here for two years. like uh, or, be, or eight years? Yeah, <laughs> or eight years. I yeah. don't know. My timeline <laughs> as to when I left L.A. Yeah. and came back to L.A. and where I've moved and where I've been is pretty blurry. So. so, yeah, the days are all kind of like meshing together. And our most recent YouTube video is called A Day in the Life of Colin and Samir in 2020. And the funny thing is, that's actually a pretty tall task right now because... Our days have been, even from the beginning of 2020, but like the days have all been so different. But the video stemmed from, you know, a couple different things. One, um, you know, we're, we're part of Samsung's Team Galaxy um, and they, you know, we did a call with their, with their uh, head of marketing and she asked us like what life is like now. And it was cool to have that conversation and, and really explain to them like how much our creative process has changed how much our daily lives have changed. I think I was sitting like outside on the Zoom call Mm -hmm. because um, Katie, my fiance, was on a call inside. And so they like really connected with and were like talking about how different our lives are. They're like, look at you. You're outside right now. Like you cannot be inside. And there were a few other YouTube creators on the line too. It was a really Mm -hmm. cool call that they did. They were literally just curious what it was like for us, how we were operating under the new normal. And so that, and then, you know, paired with, um, talking to, if you watch the video, you'll see in the beginning, um, this editor that we've been working with, Sam, uh, Sam Dawson, he's, he's in the UK and he asked us a question. He was like, I'm actually really curious. What does your creative process look like? We tried to reenact that question. Uh, Sam is not an actor. Sam is not, nor are we. Um, but it was, it was the really funny part of the video. Um, but Sam asked us that question of like, what does our creative process look like now that we're apart and that we've been you know, separated for so long. Um, and that was an interesting thing. So all of that together kind of sparked the idea for, all right, let's fire up another day in the life. We've done, what, two other day in the lives, maybe three other in the past? We've done two other Colin and Samir day in the lives. And we've done one, uh, one year we did them separately as well. So you can yeah. watch on our channel day in the life of Colin and then you can watch day in the life of Samir. Yep. Really early stuff for us though yeah, on this yeah. YouTube channel. It was like 2016. This one was really different, though, because a lot of those day in the life videos that we've done are are like, you know, yeah, maybe it starts at home, but then we end up at a shared space like the studio and we're like working creatively on some task. This one is just like each of us were at home all day filming. Uh, we don't meet up. We don't meet up. 
uh, I, we video chat, but like this, this experience of being at home, working on projects, um, you know, being with a significant other, the whole thing has been really, I don't know, like it's been, it's been such a unique time. Of course, it's the most unique time we've ever experienced. Um, and it was kind of fun to capture it. Yeah, I'm really happy that we have it captured. I hope that we don't go through a time like this ever again and we can yeah. look back and say, hey, remember when when that happened and what it looked like? Yeah, and again, our version of it is like relatively, it's like, it's not it's not so bad. Like, yeah, we're, yeah there's, some, there's some downfalls to it, but relatively it's not so bad. Um, in terms of our creative process, there are, we saw some questions from you guys on Instagram and we're going to get to those. Um, but in terms of our creative process, there's a couple of, I would say pros and cons to quarantine in creativity. Number one is absolutely time. Creativity takes so much time, like the time to think of ideas, the time to edit, the time to um, film, like the amount of time it takes to execute your creative ideas. I find that to be a huge pro of this whole scenario because before then it's like running to meetings like hey we just got to film this real quick we got to get this line like yeah. now it's like i can try something oh we got to do it again okay yeah now i have more time to edit like there's all kinds of things that from a time perspective it's really interesting that there's a that there's more that of there's it. more of it yeah yeah there there's nothing to get in the way now outside of you know our respective home lives and and managing them and making sure that we have a good home life and we're like eating cooking yeah. dinner doing all that stuff but there's no like dinner with friends or right. I have to go to, like to my parents for this or that. Like there are just so many things that are kind of taken out of the equation because of the rules of quarantine. So yeah, it can be a good and a bad thing because you can end up working really late. Right. And, and, and what I found I did in some of our days is that I, instead of designating maybe nine o'clock to six or seven o'clock as working hours, yeah. I'll work for two, three hours, take two, three yeah. hours off, work for two, three hours. And before I know it, it's one in the morning. Right. And I've stretched my whole day out. Yeah. I guess the nice thing for me, uh, it, like I agree that the the con is boundaries. Yeah. The con is boundaries, creating any sort of guardrails around your work and your creative process. Um, for me, the thing that I think is, is easier or makes that easier is that I have a significant other who's on a like nine to six work schedule. So... When she's done with work at six, she's like, all right, now let's, now work's done. Now I'm totally free. Yeah. And, yeah. and she typically does a workout from six to seven and then starts making dinner. So by 7 p.m., it's like, oh, it feels like the work day is over now. And at nine, she's getting on a call. So for me, I'm like, oh, like our whole home works on now. Yeah. So, so it, there's a schedule in my home. Uh, and, that is really beneficial to me um, because yeah. otherwise I agree. It'd be like, I don't know, maybe it's 11 <laughs> now. You know? But you, I think you always have, have had more structure uh, uh, yeah, and, yeah. and there's no schedule in my home. Right. And the downfall of that is that my only schedule is that Sunday at noon I stop working. Right. And that's, a, that's an issue. Even yeah. though I'm taking breaks throughout the right, day, right, right. it feels be because I'm not designated certain hours, it feels like I'm working nonstop until Sunday at noon when we've put out our video and both of us kind of rest easy yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. It's interesting that, that, that's, I, I don't know how, I mean, cause that also, this experience has also kind of intersected with the time where we've like started to take the channel and, and this, like the content that all of you are watching really seriously. 
you know, and that's what's crazy is as you've been listening to this podcast, like it has happened now that we don't really make content for other people anymore. When was the last time we made a piece of content without us in it? The NBC documentary? Yeah. And when was that? Last May. It was and a year ago. And if you've been following our YouTube channel or this podcast from the beginning, yeah. back then we were making a lot of content and videos for other people. That that's kind of a uh that's kind of a crazy realization that I'm just coming to now. That we are operating now, like this in this moment, like the moment that you guys are all kind of witnessing and with us right now, we are we are we've gotten to that point. That's kind of crazy. That is crazy. And so I think that is a really different thing because for me, that is the point where the project now like I find to be all consuming because everything is us. Everything, yeah. every, the decision you make to invest more time is, it's all just has to do with if your brand is growing or if you are progressing. And that's an interesting moment that I've trying to like, I've been trying to like work out why I've been feeling like this in, in, uh, in quarantine. I think owning your own business is just confusing. Especially yeah. owning your own business that like this that doesn't work on certain hours. Yeah. Because you always can be working, but you also have the flexibility to not be working. Like, you work as much as you want to work. I I think about, I've, I think I've said this reference before. I even said this to Katie the other day, um, and I've said it to you a million times, but I always think about our business specifically because it's just you and I as there are two hands on a boulder and we're pushing it up a hill. If both of us let go, it starts rolling back. And then the next day we have to go pick it up and bring it back up. When you're at a company, there's a hundred hands. Mm. So there's always one hand on the boulder getting, and it's pushing up a hill. So for me, that's like I have that visual in my head always. But that is our next goal is to start getting some more hands on the boulder. Right. right? Yeah. And, and, to, and to create situations where... Uh, I'm going to go long on this analogy and to create situations where you can rest the boulder on something <laughs> and it doesn't roll back, but it stays in the same place. And then you pick it up and start pushing it. But that's, that's the reality of having a startup and, and uh, ha- owning your own business is it's not the fact that you have more free time unless you're some like Tim Ferriss e-commerce guy, but like, it's not the fact that you have more free time. It's just the choice to make something all consuming. To say, like, I'd rather do this thing because I want my whole life to be about it. Like, I want all my all of my time to be about it. And I think that now that we just have a ton of time and you're just in a room, that's when it becomes very hard to create boundaries. Especially for me because I think, like, I don't really want to watch the news or think about anything else. Like, I want to take a couple of breaks during the day. But if I, like, really step back, I'm like, wait, I don't want to do that. So, like... I don't know. There's almost like nothing else to do and that I want to do. Yeah. I'm also, I'm not working out, so that's not filling any of my time. Right. Yeah. What's up with that? I've just totally dropped it. What? And <laughs> you know why? You're like a runner though. Yeah. So here's the thing. When I first, when we first started quarantine, I thought I'm going to come out better than I went in. I'm going to be that guy because there's a lot yeah. of those narratives going around. I watched like, uh, Dude Perfect's Quarantine Stereotypes. And yeah. It had me cracking up because that's one of the guys 
that's like the the cup the fitness couple that's gonna like come out of yeah, this on come top. Out the, yeah, yeah. Come out so in the top. beginning, that that's what I was feeding into that kind of energy of like, I'm yeah. gonna come out on top here. Right. I'm gonna work right. out every day. Yeah. And I started thinking about like as if this were prison. <laughs> I know that's weird. It's a stretch, but have you not thought about that? Like, if you were in prison every day, those like some guys in prison get jacked. And I was like, all right, I'm in a room. What are we talking about? I, I'm just I've, telling all you. All I'm imagining right now is prison. Mike. This is how. I, <laughs> this is how I was approaching quarantine. Going in it was like, look, it's not ideal, but there are some positives that can come out of it. One of them is abs. Yeah. Biceps. Mm-hmm. Some shoulders. I don't know. I don't know how these workouts work. I uh, also, mind you, gave you a fantastic suggestion, and I'm going to give it right now. Uh, I'll call it a corn tip. Hated that. Corn tip from Samir right now. <laughs> Peloton app. This is not a, they don't pay us or anything, but 90 days for free. And it's, it's like home workouts, body weight. I do it every day. Yeah. It's great. I did it this morning. So here's where <laughs> I started to evolve right. from after you gave me that Peloton okay. recommendation. Right. I started reading these posts on social media mm. about how, you know, this is tough for everyone. Yeah. Don't give in to the pressure that you need to. Yeah, that's a good narrative. That, that yeah. you need to come out better than this. Take the time that you need. And then I started thinking, oh, man, was I bullying myself into getting <laughs> fit? Maybe I should give myself some time to just, that's good. you know, have some time to myself and not worry about it. And then that I've taken that too far mm. because I've given myself permission to just right. eat like pizza right, and right. terrible food and not work out. But you know what? Normally when that happens, my mental health starts to decline. Mm. So far I'm okay. So <laughs> so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> so I'm going to keep this up and That's I'm starting good. to put some pounds on. Yeah. Not exactly where I want them to be. Right. Uh kind of growing a belly here. Yeah. But we'll quarantine, see what happens. Quarantine 15, man. It's sort of an experiment that's yeah. happening with me. Well, I yeah, I mean Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like working out is still a possibility. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's off the table. <laughs> you know, it feels like it's, that, it's definitely you know, on the table. I, I would recommend it to everyone. I'm just saying it's not happening currently for me. Sure. Maybe it'll come back to my life. I, I saw a really funny TikTok that was like, uh, it was like, we've been in quarantine for about five weeks now. And not once, not once have I thought about picking up a book. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> That's funny. I also yeah. I thought about that in the beginning too. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, I'm gonna read a few books while I'm right. in here. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Yeah. Um all I read was a Rolling Stone magazine article about Harry Styles. Oh man, Harry Styles. Read it top good. to bottom. That's great. Finished the whole article. I think he's great. I, he came up on my Discover Weekly, and I I was listening, and I was like, who is this? And I l- looked at it, I was like, wow. Yeah, I watched his Tiny Desk concert uh, one time late at night. Oh, and almost, great. Almost cried. That's great. <laughs> um, All right. So another thing, quick side note. Um, one thing that uh, is interesting, I didn't know this. Um, maybe you know this, um, but Justin Bieber has been releasing new albums. Our EPs. He's of, releasing a new song with Ariana Grande called right. Stuck With You. I saw it. They've been doing a really good job marketing, but I just went on Spotify the other day, and I saw he, he released a bunch of EPs in a row that are all, like, almost memes. Like, one's called Aaron Bieber. One's called, uh, like, Chill, Chill Biebs. Uh, one is, or Biebs and Chill. That's what it's called. Oh, that's so they're all, like, kind of memes. Yeah. Uh, but basically, he took his album, and he split it up into four songs, 
and they're all the acoustic versions and they're all across all these different EPs. The Changes album? Yeah. So he took that album and he made four EPs out of it of the acoustic songs but named them kind of like social media meme culture names. I don't know. I think the meshing of those worlds is so interesting to me. Between that and watching the Lil Dicky show, Dave, like I'm just seeing how much these worlds are meshing between music, entertainment, social media, like Drake doing the 2C slide on TikTok, like all these worlds in quarantine feel like there's just one world now. There's one entertainment world. Like you're sitting there and it's like, here's the internet and here's all the artists, you know? Yeah, TikTok seems like it's just become such a powerhouse that every artistic medium, if they want to be really popular, has to take it into account, right? How is this going to be received on TikTok? How how is it going to be memed, replicated? You look at what happened on Tiger uh, with Tiger King Mm -hmm. on TikTok. It like took over the platform. Yeah, it is interesting. I opened it up the other day and I saw Netflix had a TikTok dance that they were trying to like make a thing. And I think it gets a little lame when like big companies do it. I understand why they're doing it, um, but it doesn't feel organic to the platform, of course. The most impressive thing to me is the people, the big TikTok stars who are translating to other platforms. Like, we, we have to make a video about it. Um, Charlie D'Amelio getting 10 million likes on an Instagram post is insane to me. Like, that is, that is huge from a, like, cross-platform perspective where she goes... From TikTok to Instagram, she's got million, millions of views on her vlogs on YouTube. Feels bigger to me than like when Dobrik and Logan Paul made the jump um, from Vine and Liza Koshy. But I guess like D'Amelio and Addison Ray and all those these TikTok stars are the next wave of YouTube creators. Yeah, I mean it's... And just entertainers, I guess, because it's all meshed into one. Yeah, I think it's just all exponentially... Like these these platforms, your ability to cross over, I think, just is quicker and easier the more that everyone is just focused on social media like they are right, right now. Yeah. You know, and that like the the more power that these social media platforms get, probably the easier and the quicker the crossover is going to happen. So we've gone a little away from the, the like what our days look like, but I guess also not because... One thing I didn't include in the YouTube video is the quantity of TikTok that I'm watching, like, or consuming. Like, how much TikTok I'm watching is insane. I barely open Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Most of the times when I open my phone now, it's, you know that, like, the Twitch of, like, just going to that social media app? That's That's TikTok TikTok for for me now. now. Yeah. You know where you just, like... You're just like, all right, I got a second. Let me let me check out. Like the the addictive <laughs> Twitch yeah. is TikTok for me now. I mean, I, I still watch them before I go to bed yeah. every night. So funny. Like the, the, the comedy is amazing on there. The yeah. like, People are the, so clever. I think the every, songs time, I are op- also every time I open up TikTok, I'll end up saying to myself, these people are so clever. They're what, so funny. What's crazy to me is that it's not just funny videos, memes, dances. It's also a music discovery platform. All music is TikTok music. Now. Yeah, I'm learning new songs from TikTok and then listening to them yeah. outside of TikTok. It's the best social media platform. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. we didn't talk about it in our video, but part of quarantine, like you said, is not only just watching TikToks but consuming a lot of content. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but when I do have time at night, oh yeah, I'm watching Love Island. I'm I'm on Too Hot to Handle. You're on Too Hot. I finished Too Hot to Handle. You finished it? Yeah, I finished it. So I had to stop watching Cody Ko's video because he said there's spoilers. 
Yeah. And I was like, ooh, no, no, no. Can't do that. I, we're only on episode three. Content like, like this is precious. This is precious can't content. Ruin it. Yeah, yeah. Can't ruin it. Yeah. Cody, I'll be yeah. back yeah. for a that. A good show has become better in quarantine. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you know, basically, bottom line, with the days in our lives, like when you look at that video, you'll see what our lives look like from a uh, from a home perspective, from work. Like, really, we're video chatting a ton, uh, which is something that we wouldn't do. Even if you were on the other side of the country, we're always on phone calls. We rarely, like, get on a Zoom call, but it's actually pretty beneficial. You know, I like how much quarantine has added the video call into our lives yeah. because I'm now video calling with my parents, my brothers, totally, yeah. and friends from college. I have, really like, nice. a standing video call with some of my oh, friends from great. college on yeah. Sundays, and it's something that... Uh, I would have never done. And even before quarantine, I remember thinking, I'm kind of disappointed that I'm losing touch with some of my yeah. friends here and there. And this is really, uh, yeah. with some friends, like brought them, you know, allowed us to connect in a different way. All right. So we're going to get to now the um, questions that you guys asked us on Instagram. Um, there was actually a lot of really good ones and they lead into kind of this day in the life conversation. Um, so here is the first one from ryan murphy how are you both doing genuinely may is mental health month good to check in that's a thoughtful question really good thoughtful question uh may is mental health month and i think uh it is an important question to not only like answer for us right now but i actually thought that was i wanted to start with that because i thought it was really thoughtful and a really good thing for like right now, you could take out your phone and just text 10 of your friends and just be like, hey, man, how are you doing? You yeah. know, or like just, hey, how's it going? Like just checking in. Yeah, I always appreciate texts like that. So how are you doing? You know, I'm doing all right. I'm doing better than maybe I thought I would be doing. Um, I think for me, I three or four days out of the week, I sink into the new normal. And I'm okay with it. And then one day out of the week, it's like all hell breaks loose. Mm. And I start to freak out a little bit. I get stressed about the state of the world. And I think it impacts everything for me, like my relationships. It's just like that one day I'm off. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's it's almost it's not necessarily clumped for me. It's like it could be one day on one day off for me. Like, and I'll just wake up feeling weird. I'll just be like overwhelmed by like, what's, wait, I have to like remind myself what's happening again. Yeah. Like what, wait, what are we all doing? Like what happened in the world? And, and that overwhelms me, um, and makes me just feel down. And, uh, I, I talk a lot to, um, our friend Mike about this. I just talked to him about this this weekend. It's just like, there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days. And knowing that going into this like every day as you look at this week this upcoming week it's like man there's there's gonna be some days that are really tough this week and that's just because there's an underlying anxiety in the world like an underlying stress yeah there's just so many unknowns yeah it's tough too because i find that i'm talking to myself a lot and trying to come up with my own answers to answers that no one has the answers to right now Mm -hmm. so i'm spending a lot of mental bandwidth trying to think about What's this going to be like when it's over? How long is this going to last? Yeah. Are people making the right decisions by going outside and doing this? Am I making the yeah. right decisions? And that just gets taxing. It's an a- extra totally. added layer of thought that you start adding to things. Yeah, it's an added layer of decision making too that's like 
because you don't know the right answer. Like, you, I go to the grocery store and I'm like, wait, I'm touching the cart. Should I be touching the cart? I shouldn't be touching the cart. And then I, I look at Katie and she touches the cart and then she touches a box. I'm like, I don't want that box. Don't put that box. <laughs> she, the other day she grabbed an apple, put it straight up in the cart. No bag. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. I don't, what's happening? And then you're judging. And then I looked at her. I was like, I'm not eating that apple. And she was like, why won't you eat the apple? I'll wash it. I was like, you're going to wash it with soap and water for yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah, but I don't want a soapy apple. So you may not be making the right choice there. She may not be right. That's Who what I mean. I'm like, wait a second. Who knows? I mean, I was just telling you, like, our wedding is canceled, and we have no idea when it's going to be, and we're ha- we're on these calls with our wedding planner of, like, maybe September, and it's like, maybe, I don't know, but, yeah. dude, 2021, every weekend, booked at our venue. There's one weekend. Yeah. And, and you're like, oh, okay, so. And then it's it, like, is that should I work? spend the energy getting super disappointed about this right now? Yeah. What, what am I supposed to be doing? It's, right. it's weird. Um, all right. So that's how we're that's doing. How we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically we're losing it. And <laughs> no, I mean like, again, there's, there's good days, there's bad days. Um, I think talking about it is really beneficial. Calling friends when you are low, just being, Hey man, like I'm, I'm just like feeling weird today. That's what, um, some of my friends do. They'll just call me and be like, Hey man, I feel kind of weird today. Yeah. And then you just talk for 20 minutes and everyone's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like we're all in the same boat. Everything's all right. Like we're just, we got to work through it together. Um, so yeah alright this one's for my brother socks with sandals or no I'm currently wearing socks with sandals I'm pro socks with sandals yeah that's yeah. also a shout out to our video um, because I wear socks with sandals in it and, yeah, uh, I think it's hip I, I, I bought these sandals love them uh, I wear them with socks this is something that's coming with me after quarantine I was if always I- jealous of guys that could wear socks with sandals and make right. it look cool yeah um and i'm really happy for you thanks man that you're doing yeah and if yeah. you're listening to this podcast and i end up in a meeting with you after quarantine i will be in socks and sandals <laughs> uh question from oscar castillo how do you organize things uh i don't right now <laughs> yeah yeah uh not pass. not not great uh my fiance katie is super organized so she um helps me with that but colin and i are not organized guys um we've tried but i think yeah it's like that that would probably be my first thought of like a team member is someone who can organize our lives um all right here's a question from bims gang on uh instagram how do you structure creating a video what order concept voiceover shot list storyboard so um, we just did this today. We started a process yeah. for some of our future videos. But I, I do want to say that you guys are hearing this here first, podcast exclusive. We are working on a course. I wish I had a cool sound effect. Yeah. To- well, it's really exciting. It's something we've always wanted to do. And we get these questions all the time. Um, and inherently, I think we are educators in, yeah. in some way. We love to... We have conversations with friends of ours who have questions about YouTube and about storytelling Mm -hmm. and we're so passionate and we'll spend hours telling them whatever we know so yeah i'm really excited about this course it's going to be really fun we're going to keep you guys in the loop um on this podcast on our instagram um and just kind of like bring you guys along the journey of making this course because it's it's similar to thinking through a video it's like thinking through the title of the course thinking through um the audience uh so you know to answer this question we do kind of have a more granular way and, and like 
descriptions of how we actually go about making videos. That'll be a part of the course. Um, but the biggest thing is think about the audience. A lot of people, I think when they start making something, don't consider the other person, you know, and that's okay. If you want to make something and it's like your thing and you're just like, this is art, here it is, you know, but if you want to make something that people enjoy and that a lot of people share, you start with the audience. You start with who's watching, uh, who they are. And then Colin and I actually now we're, I mean, we're literally working through stuff like what is the sentence that one person says to another person when they watch our video and want to share it with that person? Yeah. It's crazy stuff, but it's like, at least from the things that we've learned from the storytellers we look up to, that's a lot of the consideration that they're, they're making. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think about our videos as a, impetus for conversation as a conversation starter and that's why we try and think about what would someone say to another person if they were going to share our video yeah and you know we don't always nail it all the time i was telling samira i uh, ran into someone i was biking and they were driving and they stopped and said hey great video yesterday and, and it was someone i knew but there was no conversation that we could have about right. the video and that's where i realized we could have done better on that video mm-hmm Totally. Another thing I'd like to say, you said podcast exclusive before. Yeah. And I really, really wish we had a sound effect for that. So if anyone out there has a cool sound effect oh, that they good. think would be good, please tweet it at I'm, us. I'm hearing an air horn, but. Yeah, that's what know, I heard yeah. in my head. But yeah, if you have some other that. cool sound or, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, so by the way, the question was around the order of these things. So typically it goes, yeah. Con title, thumbnail. Con concept, concept title thumbnail but those those are i would say for like recently it's been concept then title thumbnail but what we're trying to do is title thumbnail and concept all at once yeah and not move any further if there's no title thumbnail i'll tell you what not to do and yeah. that's because we've done this is to come up with a concept for a video you want to make write a script produce it edit it and then come up with the title thumbnail right because that's it can be really disappointing. Yeah. You don't know what your video is about, and you won't get the response that you want. So, mm -hmm. well, that's specifically for YouTube. For YouTube, um, yeah. yeah. So now for YouTube, we're trying to come up with the concept and then move to title thumbnail. And then from there, it goes into um, like outline. From outline, it goes into script. Some then from there, it kind of goes into like Production. voiceover. And then from there, you got to sign up for the course to find out the rest. Yeah. All right. Um, from uh, coat. I think Coty, Coat, anyway. Uh, are you planning to have a guest on the pod anytime soon? Um, yes, we'd love to have one. We just had one on our last episode. If you listen um, to the episode right before this, it's um, a guy named Esteban uh, Gast. He's a comedian, uh, very funny guy, very interesting guy to talk to. Um, and I totally missed an opportunity for a pun there by calling him Esteban Guest. Oh, just missed a pun when we had him on the pod, too. I know. I texted him right after, and he was like, do you want to delete the podcast and, <laughs> and start it over with that? Um, from Luke J. Miller, is there a part of the creative process that has become easier due to quarantine? Um, no, I don't think so, other than not having distractions. Oh, I actually, you know what? I take that back. Not having as many distractions, yeah. but... Coming up with the concepts, it's a lot easier to understand what's mm -hmm. in the zeitgeist right now. Yeah. Because it seems like everyone's logged on to Twitter, everyone's on TikTok, Instagram. So when a Tiger King comes out, everyone's talking about it. I mean, as a channel, we had arguably our best month ever in April. And I think that's because there was a collective conversation and we were able to, it was way easier to be like, oh, that's the thing that we should talk about. Yeah. 
You know, like yeah. it, in the past, it's like we are talking about something and it feels like a lot of people are talking about it, but it's not actually the thing that people are talking about. Um, so finding topics, I, I, for me, I think just when you strip away like the driving, the meetings, the like, you know, all that other stuff, at least, you know, for a lot of what I spend my time on, um, you know, partnerships and, and business development is like changed completely because I do it all out of the, my, the same seat that I can edit from. Yeah. Right. So like it feels really different for me now. I feel more involved in the creative process. I would say that. Yeah. I mean, there are sometimes when we could have a meeting across town and it would take both of us out for hours. Yeah. It actually, it's really taught me a ton about like, even if it's in LA, like let us video chat so that if we have to make something, you know, totally. Um, Best and worst part about lockdown in LA. That's from it's the Bryn show. I think the worst part, about lockdown in LA is that we are so close to the beach but you can't go Mm -hmm. and that's a luxurious problem to have that sounds like a champagne problem that's a champagne problem especially because you can walk right by it I get it yeah I get it this is the first thing that came to mind that felt like I'm sure a little are, L.A. snooty. I'm sure there are yeah. much worse things. Yeah. It's yeah, like I can't get my five dollar latte. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's honestly, I mean, and and that goes to show that we're very lucky in quarantine right now. I yeah. have everything I need. And best part for sure is taking walks. Like for sure, the weather is incredible. Going outside and taking a walk. I think the hardest part for me is like all of my friends and family are here, and it feels like so close but so far. Like. I haven't seen them. Yeah. And that's hard. I think I'm more of a introvert, maybe a little bit more of a loner. Yeah, you said that to me and I thought about that actually a lot. You were like, I think I learn I'm learning through quarantine that I'm actually an introvert. Yeah. Because I, you I, brought up early in the podcast something that sounded like a pain point to you was dinner with friends. <laughs> yeah. I you know, I read this uh tweet from RGA's account yeah. actually, uh the ad agency, and it said, I think I could handle not getting invited to dinner on Saturday night. And I screenshotted it and I was like Man, that resonates with me. <laughs> that's uh, interesting. But I realize that's so different than you. Like you, oh, yeah. you really want to go to dinner on oh, Saturday night badly. Yeah. And I think when I get invited to dinners, I'm. I know this is a terrible thing. But sure. But air it out, man. It's a I, podcast. I kind of am just like, oh man, I gotta go to dinner. But then I go and I have a fine time. I don't know what it is about me, but I just and maybe because RGA would put out a tweet like that. There's other people. There are other people yeah. like that. But I'm just finding out. Like I don't need that much yeah from a social standpoint yeah that's interesting i i think i'm seeing it on a spectrum of friends who need a lot of it and are really having a hard time with this and i think i'm in the middle like i'm right in the middle i like that i don't have to go out and do the stuff that i didn't want to do but i also really miss that communal like component of of hanging out with people and being at a dinner with 10 to 12 people and like I miss that a lot. So I think like I'm right in the middle. Like there's half of it where I'm like, oh, I don't have to go to all those events I went. I would go to. I don't have to say yes to every single event and yeah. like have FOMO around it. But, you know, there's some of it that I like. Um, this is a good question um, from Hope10. What would be the best way to get the word out about a freelance business that you're doing? So I have uh, a couple thoughts on this. Um, number one, I think that it depends on what that thing is that you're doing. Let's say you're doing video editing. Let's just say that's like the thing you're doing. I think a great way to do that is to market and like push out 
three tips for video editing. Maybe it's like an emailer or something and like send that to people as like a PDF and market yourself as the expert on that thing. Um, I think that's a great way. I, 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 uh, I, I found success with that and I think uh, it just allows you to offer something that's valuable and free that's not the service that you're providing. So what you should not do if you're trying to market a freelance business is offer your services for free. And that's something that I thought when I was much younger is like, let's just do a couple things for them for free and it'll build into you know work, work sometimes, but it also gets a lot harder to actually become so it's like, what is that thing that you can offer for free that's not exactly your service, but could be complementary to your service that leads you to getting a client? Yeah. I think when I think about it in terms of being an editor, I actually do think you can do some things for free, just not for clients that you should ever expect to pay you in the future. Mm, that's a good, so yeah, if that's there a good is a client that has a lot of distribution and you think that would be helpful if you made a video for them and you would be popular you would actually be credited for that video and it would potentially bring people back to you then i think you can do some work for free that's a good point because a lot of our youtube videos that we've done quote unquote for free um, you know but they but again that's the free thing that like you know someone can reach out and then say i like that thing you like that's how we got a lot of our kind of more creation gigs that weren't integrated into our channel was like, hey, I like the way you guys make videos. Can you make videos for me? Yeah. So you do have to show your body of work. Make the yeah. things that you want to make for yeah. other people. That's true. Um, this is a big word. So I might have you read this question from John Stam. Okay. How much of what you say slash narrate is scripted versus extemporaneous? Extemporaneous? <laughs> yeah, I just nailed that. Okay, first of all, John, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, um, we were just talking about this. We're, we're, we're making a video that's coming out soon on our channel um, that I'm really excited about. It's called Reacting to Our First YouTube Videos Ever. Um, and right now, in this moment, I would say 85% of what we say on camera is previous has been written on a piece of paper. Yeah. And when you go back to 10 years ago when we started making YouTube videos. Almost nothing. Zero. zero. Yeah, it yeah. was 0.1%. Almost no plan. Arguably, those videos were better. And arguably, they are. I, I was enjoying them so much last night when I was doing research for our upcoming video. And I'm realizing that, you know, over time, because our videos are so analytical and so research-based, we've been very scripted. And we want to make sure we're nailing these points and making sure the story makes sense. But some of our best moments are when we are unscripted, off the cuff. I mean, you look at a channel like Yes Theory, and so much of what is fun to watch about them is that they're going through an experience that's unpredictable. And that unpredictable nature of what we're going to say, what we're going to do, I think that's what makes YouTube really fun. So, yes, John, I want to be ex, uh, ext extemporaneous, ex extroverted, or whatever the word was. Okay. You know what? I'd, I'd like to just say we are supporters of expanded vocabularies. So yes. Don't no. shy away no, no, don't from shy keeping away. your vocab I, yeah. away from us. And I would hope, John, that if you have an opportunity to ask us another question on a future pod, you give us a word with even more syllables. I think, to be honest, I'm, I'm a little bit, I can be egotistical about my vocabulary. I think that's what it was. Yeah. And that this one kind of struck, like it hit me. And so I was like... <laughs> extemporaneous it like pissed, yeah it, it like, like pissed, pissed me off. off it pissed me off because i've literally never seen this word <laughs> in my life um all right 
two hair related questions. Probably uh, not for me. No, one of them has to do with you. Okay. Um, first one from Yes Theory: How does Samir maintain such beautiful hair flow? I just wanted to read that one. Okay. Um, and the second, I mean, well, you obviously um, would never give that yeah. secret. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to give that secret. Um, but I am looking for a hair care sponsor. Don't look at me, man. I okay. Had, All right. Uh, and this one is from Mavery. Um, y'all growing out the hair or getting haircuts from girlfriends slash roommates? Yeah, I currently growing out the hair. Yeah, I'm I'm growing. Like it just feels like it feels like the opportunity to grow out your hair and not have to see anyone during your awkward phase. Yeah, or have to really explain yourself to anyone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to deal with everyone. Hey, hey, you growing like, out your hair? Yeah, whoa! It's like, like no, what's going all... on in your life that you think you need yeah. to grow out your hair? <laughs> like everything, all right? Now I can just be. Yeah, uh, hey, barbershops are closed. Man, these questions are so good. Um, all right, another one. Can production in TV and film continue in this Rona world until we find a until we find a vaccine or treatment? Basically, it's asking like, what's going to happen in the production and um, film world? I, I had a conversation with one of my friends about what is actually what it sounds like is going to happen, uh, and I think this is what's going to happen across the board with anything that's like, you know, a sports league or a film production. Basically, they're going to have to quarantine the crew. Um, when they're shooting and there'll be a sense of essentialism around who do we actually need on set. I think it's going to shake up Hollywood a lot because it, it's like, do we need five people to operate that camera or, and I think also them Hollywood distributing content digitally now is probably teaching them like, wait a second, viewership is pretty similar online. Is there a way to monetize this properly? I mean, trolls, the movie, I don't know if you heard about this trolls Two is straight to streaming. Yep. And the, the president of AMC was like, we're never airing universal movies again in AMC. Really? He's so pissed off about it. Yeah. And it's like shaking up the whole world that, you know, oh, wait, you know, now we're going to release straight to online. How does that change our crew? We can't even have this many crew members. Yeah. Who, who knows what people's habits will be like in terms of going to movie theaters. Yeah. You know, I mean, think about you think about shaking someone hand, someone's hand or hugging them. You hate handshakes, too. Oh, I'm so happy to get rid of handshakes. Yeah. This yeah. is, I mean, this is all change for the better for you. I just don't know how to do them because there's no uniform handshake. Everyone's got a different type of thing they want to do, especially if you're a guy. There's like a million cool ways to shake someone's hand mm. or say what's up. Mm -hmm. And you have this ability to mind read right. and understand what they want you to do back. Right. You know what I mean? Whether it's like hook the, the thumbs or the pinkies or sure. whatever you do. I yeah. don't know. But I mess it up every time. So I'd rather just... <laughs> I'd rather go without it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. Um, a couple more here. These these are really fun to read. Um, Jack Coyne says, how much do you guys miss me? I actually miss Jack a uh, lot. A lot. Yeah. I think about him once a day. Yeah. Um, this is for you, Colin. I'm going to ask you this because I, I don't have a great answer to this because I have a fiance that cooks all the time and is like so, in my opinion, very creative in the kitchen. Okay. Um do you find it hard to continuously make different food so you don't get bored of what you're eating? You know, I actually haven't had a problem with that. Um, maybe it's because yeah. I'm a creature of habit and I'm okay eating the same thing again and again. Yeah, I read that question to Katie and I said to her, I was like, if I wasn't living with you, I think I would have pasta potentially two times a day. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not having that much of a problem with it, honestly. Yeah. I think because I'm a little bit of a creature of habit, so... I can make the same things and be pretty happy. I mean, I'll have a, you know, like a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich five days a week. I don't, yeah, no, no problems. You've become very East Coast. Yeah. Well, once yeah. I went and spent a little more time on the East Coast, I realized that's part of me and I can't shake it. So I've had a, I've had 
I've had five or six cheesesteaks since quarantine. Get out. Are you serious? I'm not going to get out. Cause, yeah, but yeah. I've, uh, this week, for lunch, every day I had a smoothie. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I just wanted to let you know that I'm better than you. No, so. that's fine. <laughs> it's just, look, I don't work out and I don't want to go yeah. to your dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an amazing TikTok that I've been trying to think of something for, which is, uh, no, you know the kid from Stranger Things, uh, Stranger Things, Noah Schnapp, Noah Schnapp. All I saw was Noah Schnapp is over party. Everyone's over today. every day. Chalamet was over yesterday. Everyone's, everyone's over. over every day. Is it a Twitter. good thing to be over? Because like, I think people it's, are talking I think it's about a you. good thing. Yeah, because because a lot of times what's happening is their fans are saying, "Can we get this trending?" Yeah, and then they just get it. If they have enough fans, and then you get it trending. Whatever. Anyway, he had a really funny one where um, it's about like when you turn the shower to cold for the last like ten seconds of your shower, and you like consider yourself better than everyone <laughs> during the day it was hilarious anyway um all right last one uh madeline aguilar what do you think about boredom being a source of creativity Samir? uh i think it's one of the greatest privileges um of what's happening right now the opportunity, like the times I've felt the most creative is like, we have a lot of stuff to do right now. Um, we're working on a course. We're working on regular videos. We have a partnership with Samsung. Like we have a lot going on right now. Um, and it's hard to find the time to give your give yourself space. But recently we got bikes from um, a company here in Venice called Soleil, which is really nice. Um, and I've been taking bike rides with no music, just like riding and Having that space where you don't need to be anywhere, you don't need to do anything, and you can just sit for a second, like for me, I find that that's where ideas start to finally come, like proper ideas, yeah. not ideas that are solutions to problems, but ideas that are brand new, yeah. that are just like, huh. So I think boredom is, is actually the, it's one of the biggest sources of creativity. Yeah. I find that a lot of my best ideas come when I'm not looking for them. Yeah. So I think that's the result of boredom. Yeah. Which, like you said, if it's a luxury if you're lucky to have it, you know, in this yeah. experience where you have you know, time to kill. Right. So if you can be bored, allow yourself to do it. Try your best to not fill the time with something. Uh, and just for me, like, that gets a little overwhelming, so I'll just... I'll, I'll make it very intentional. I'll grab my notebook and my pen so that I can, like my my activity can feel like it's productive because I get a little like concerned about that, right? And mm -hmm. so when I, I, I brought my notepad and pen on a walk with me and I would just stop every like 10 minutes and start writing ideas. It was so enjoyable. Um, so I do find that like the creativity is starting to hit at times when I'm when I'm bored. These questions uh, were awesome. There's a lot more. And I think what we'll do is we'll take some of these questions, we'll screenshot them, and then we'll answer them on our Instagram stories um, over the next couple of days. So uh, make sure to stay tuned to us on Instagram um, and look out for more information about this course that we're working on. Uh, we're going to be talking about it a little bit more over the next couple of weeks. And um, one really important thing is that we want your guys' feedback. So, you know, as we're developing the curriculum for the course, we want to know from you what you want to learn from us. Um, so feel free to drop that to us um, over Twitter. Um, drop it to us in an email if, you, if it's like a little bit longer and you want to talk about something. Um, or you can even send us a voice message on Anchor. Uh, and if you want, maybe we could play it in the course. So 
yeah, I mean, reach out to us. Let us know. What do you want to learn from us? What do you want to know? Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed our day in the life video on YouTube. It was different for us. It's a different video to like open up more personally, but it's something that we're trying to do more on YouTube now. Um, so yeah, a and, lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on. And don't forget, if you have a sound effect for a podcast exclusive, yep, send it our way on Twitter. You All don't right. seem like you're interested in the podcast exclusive sound effect. Well, you know, I mean, okay, if it's unique, I yeah, if it's unique. Then I'm not I, saying we're going to do it, you know? No, if it's unique, I'd love, to, I'd love to put it in. I wish unique. I had a sound effect when you said it. All right, thanks That's for listening. <laughs> That's it this week for the Colin and Samir podcast. So as you heard on the episode, we are working on a course. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on how we can make the best course possible and provide the most value to all of you. So if you do have thoughts on that, please shoot us a tweet or you can shoot us an email, comment on our most recent YouTube video. Just get in touch with us and let us know what you would love to see from us out of a course. What do you want to learn from us? Make sure to check us out on Instagram. It's just at Colin and Samir. If you don't follow us there already, we'll be answering more of your questions on our Insta story. All right, we'll be back here next week with another episode of the Colin and Samir podcast.